Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. And today's episode is going to be a little bit practical for leaders and managers or supervisors. It will be something that if you are seeking a change or you really, really want to create a little bit better team environment or you want to help people to feel better or you want to improve, I don't know, performance, let's say, or productivity, or you just want to really re- remove some some negative energy and some negative behaviors and you really don't know where to start. Thomas, today we'll be giving you actually practical tools because by now we are blaming leaders, we are blaming managers, we are blaming all the time leadership that that's their fault that everybody's leaving their jobs and it is toxic culture. And yes, of, of course, okay, it, it is toxic culture almost everywhere. We know that. But how we can change that if we will just stay uh, blaming and stay in that, you know, below the line thinking that I already explained probably in a, in a few podcasts be, before this one, that if we are blaming and don't taking responsibility, we will stay where we are and nothing is going to change or nothing is going to be better. That means today I decided to take responsibility and actually start to give you, giving you a lot of uh, different tools uh, different practical stuff that you can really use and and we are not going to talk about theory how that should be beautiful and amazing or how you know the great culture looks like because we know how that looks like the, the culture that is great we know we feel great we feel we feel awesome we like to go to work i don't think we need to talk about that more we need to talk about the tools that you can use to create that change and that was major major reason that i decided to do that little bit of practical today and I will talk about behaviors and I will talk about a little bit practical tools because behaviors creates habits and rituals. We know that. And if those behaviors were not very resourceful or healthy, they created probably very bad, uh, maybe in, unproductive habits. And they're really not very, you know, efficient and probably they're not even nice. Maybe that's something in a social, social behavior or from social perspective th- that we need to change or maybe from performance perspective. But that's why we want to use some practical tools that can help us to go out of that spiral of uh, low performance, low engagement, or, you know, people leaving their jobs or really low well-being. What are we going to do today? We're going to actually talk about those uh, rituals and behaviors that can cause it, but, but more how we can actually change them and how we can notice them and what is the trigger or reason for them to happen. Let's talk about behaviors and uh, some great techniques or tactics how to change it. And that will be micro habits and crucial moments today. Cool. Okay, let's go deeper. That means what we know how the environment changed is that we are solving more complicated, complex problems. It's not anymore just, uh, you know, one one plus one equals two, but it's more about complications like, okay, I have in the team person with ADHD, I have person with a really high dominant energy and also person that likes to be, you know, alone and it's very introvert and, and really doesn't like the noise. Now, how am I going to make these people work on one project in flow 
in balance and make them happy actually while they're working together because they're so different. And I need to learn how to handle different behaviors as a leader, how to actually help them to understand they are different and, and how or what tools can help them to work together. This is why all behaviors are, are very important in leadership and understanding people on deeper level. And I talk about that a lot in uh, also past um, past podcasts, but also in my articles everywhere I'm talking about behaviors and thinking how that is important. And please, all leaders, if you are still going for management courses, that's fine, do it. Of course, project management and management courses are important, but they're not important from perspective of how to take care of people. That means how to actually really lead people. And we know leadership is about leading people and facilitating that great collaboration and um, helping people to grow and thrive and and create a space where they can contribute and feeling safe. That means please start to focus on really important stuff and we do this in my leadership 6.0 program and methodology that I developed because this was the gap we found we found with a lot of lot of courses and programs that they're not focused on thinking how our brain works, how we can actually de-stress, how we can actually manage ourselves better from perspective of leading, not just managing the time, but leading ourselves in a in a peaceful, uh, loving space where we can actually give our employees or team members the most out of us and teach them the same thing, teach them to be actually loving and sharing and collaborating and really facilitate this kind of environment. And that is not going to happen without understanding people. And I have to say that if you are a leader that doesn't want to work with people or doesn't want to understand people on deeper level, it's going to be really painful leadership journey. Please just learn something today. If if you like it, take it away and, and use it. If you don't like it, that's fine. Find different tools and different maybe coaches or consultants or, or different people that can help you. But this is something that really helped me and help a lot of organization and teams to change and start within the team because we most of the time we don't have impact on, like especially in 1,000, 2,000 or 5,000 employee organization, we really don't have access to change straight away the leadership and executive team and start to implement change slowly from uh, the top to bottom. That means what we can do, we can actually change the one team. We can change that one small team and and show people the results from that small team environment and how they increase performance and, and productivity and collaboration and actually after that ask you know other teams to implement the change and that's why micro habits are really really important because you can implement it in that kind of environment where it's really uh, you know bad traditional system that is really hierarchy oriented and and you can't really do anything in within your team that means this is something you can do and there are no boundaries <laughs> you can have fun with this right that means okay we talk about uh, complex complicated problems why we need to know and understand behaviors and thinking but now we are coming to that most important part how we actually do it right and there is there are so many so many different behaviors and um, I can give you examples while I will go through the through the steps how to recognize those patterns. I will try to give you a little bit of contrast and and stories, but uh, let's talk about that. How okay behaviors? That means we know behaviors is already already action we do we we do something we behave somehow and the first step we need to recognize first step we need to understand is actually trigger or stimulus. And that's actually the thought. That means every time we do something before that action was a thought. And this thinking 
It's creating our behavior. It's creating what we feel, how we feel, what we do. The trigger is the first step. The trigger is basically to recognize when uh, I do something or when I do produce this unwanted behavior or action, what was that trigger? What was the thought that just came to my mind? What happened that, that time in my head when I actually started to produce this unwanted behavior? And in that moment, we can recognize what happened. That means we can write down the trigger. There may be, I can give you an example. I had, uh, I had a team where the team leader came to us or came to the uh, major leader and say, I just can't deal with this person. I, I'm done. Uh, she's not uh, respecting me. She's, she doesn't respect any, anything what I said. She doesn't respect me. She doesn't want to work here. She hates me. I don't know how to make her to do something. I don't think she, she wants to be here. And, and he basically said that and he wanted to fire her or terminate her. And that's fine. But that person was uh, before high performer and we kind of suggested like, okay, let, let's have a look what we can do differently and maybe talk to her. And basically we talked to the, the person and the person was uh, having some personal issues. With these personal issues, she, she was overcoming a little trauma that she just basically was part of a few months ago, a few weeks ago. And that actually changed totally her conditioning or her, her behavior. And she wasn't interested in work because she didn't do the, the groundwork of her healing or, you know, talking to someone. And, and she was really confused. And what I, what I mean by trigger here is that the person that says that she doesn't respect me, uh, she doesn't want to be here, she, she's, um, she doesn't want to work with me and all this stuff that the person said, it was really personalizing uh, that actually the issue that was actually there as a conflict. And uh, that's the first thing that... Please don't take things personally because it's not about you. That means that that was the first kind of problem that this person kind of showcased that was not actually personal and it's never really about us, right? When when someone else has problem, that means we need to find out why is that happening. But what was also driver or trigger for this person was that the performance was going down and this person was coming from a perspective of self-doubt and fear because this person was thinking I don't have any idea how to deal with this, like this is different behavior, I didn't expect that. And and also is, you know, uh, basically uh, triggering this kind of fear of losing the position or being not able to to coordinate the team and make them actually work together. That means those kind of all self-doubts are triggering this kind of emotion, like let's get rid of the person, right? That was the first thing that uh, it was comfortable, fast, and he knows how to do it. And this happens a lot of time. But instead, we basically teach the person to go deeper into understanding what was the trigger thought. And, and he actually admitted, he said, yeah, actually, I was, I was scared. Because if this will continue, I will lose totally respect and trust and this person will do whatever whatever she wants. And it was basically coming from the fear. That means that trigger and that thought and the behavior he basically showcased or produced from, from that fear wasn't really productive because we know if you, if you terminate someone, we need to hire someone, train someone, it costs us $45,000 and more. Some organizations coming up to $200,000 for with training and, uh, and you know, helping people, new people to, to learn new skills. And uh, yeah, like it's really, really expensive. All onboarding process is, is really expensive for some companies, for some a little bit less, but still is a lot of money. We really realized that was not productive behavior. 
and and this behavior probably is not going to cause us you know a lot of lot of uh, great results but what happened the the routine is the second step that means we realize the routine from the trigger thought when he said um okay we need to terminate her that was the routine he came up basically with the idea get rid of someone that means that kind of behavior wasn't productive and it's not going to be effective long term in long term run we need we need to change that because basically what will happen as a routine when there is a problem we need to terminate someone but there's not solution that means we realize what is the trigger what is the routine and the third step was basically reward and we say, okay, what is the reward? How do you feel like we will terminate the person? And and he basically said, it will be relief, you know, like I'm, I don't need to deal with that. The the reward will be, you know, avoid avoid the conflict and actually feel comfortable, feel relieved because he can have new person that will come on board and absolutely straight away that person will respect the, the boss or team leader because it will be new person. And usually when you're starting new work, you're quite, you know, submissive and, and you're quite... Uh, trying to learn, you know, that means you're quieter and, and, you know, before you find yourself in, in that place comfortable, you still kind of in that learning mode that you really highly respect everyone around you because you are the new person, right? That means for, from that perspective, that will be very comfortable for the boss or team leader. And this this kind of um, discovery how behaviors happens, that means going through trigger, routine and reward is very important because when we find out what was happening, now we can cha- change it and we can take it to conscious, not subconscious, but conscious change. We can start to think, okay, what can I think instead? That means I don't need to come from fear or doubts, you know, this person doesn't respect me, but I can think instead, okay, this person is not performing, how can I help her? What can I ask her? What can I do for her to be sure that she actually can be herself again? That means that's the first trigger. Now, the routine will be probably going to talk to her. And that will be great behavior because we want to have open conversation. That means learning how to question and listen will be very important part of this routine. That means now when we when we're going to talk, that means we change the behavior, we change the thought, and uh, now we're going to have a road because this person probably maybe will cry, maybe will just uh, give us all the information because we know how to talk to this person and, and will tell us why actually she can't do it. And, and we will be maybe saying, you know what, maybe you can have two weeks off and really go through, you know, personal stuff and, and resolve it for yourself. Or we can help you if you want to stay in work because you, you know you think that it will be better for you emotionally. Let's work together a little bit different way or let's work in pairs or let's help you. And it will be probably just very short time that you need to help, help this person, but it will cost you probably less then hire a new one and, you know, train and go through all onboarding, uh, onboarding process with a new person. Now we solve it and we have reward. We feel actually really, really pumped because we actually were able to co- contribute and help. That means now you as a leader feel so much better. Your dopamine is high and you have such a massive reward because you help someone. And that's the best you can do. Probably the highest level of self-confidence and, uh, and self-worth will come, you know, because it, this is like the contribution is the most important part of our a personal journey. And now I will add from, from conscious perspective, please add celebration and celebrate this moment. But I'm not talking about celebrating and going out for drinks, okay? I'm talking about maybe create some kind of small reward for yourself or just really acknowledge yourself. Really go through all process and think about that, wow, like I did much better. Like this was this was really resourceful. This was really productive behavior. And 
I have really good results. Employee will feel like she's heard, she was she was seen, she was understood. Somebody noticed that something is not okay with her and, and she just wanted someone to notice, trust me. That means all what you can do, you can just say, okay, I would like to acknowledge myself because this was real leadership behavior. This was real, you know, conflict resolution from, from higher level of leadership. And trust me, sometimes people really just want to be noticed. And I would like to say, if you can change these... Uh, triggers and thoughts and and change behavior and routine, you will have absolutely amazing rewards and absolutely amazing change in yourself. But also you can teach these to your team members. And if you want to be a great leader that understands people on a deeper level and instead of terminating, instead of, you know, reacting, you really can resolve all problems and uh, and you can have really high performance in your team. That means if you really want to build it up from perspective of making feel making people feel better and create a high well-being and psychological safety, please shoot me a message and uh, book the session. It will be awesome, awesome to have you. And trust me, if you only think about that, you are I'm sure you are the right person to become the part of our amazing group of leaders and um, yeah, start your journey of change. I can't wait to see you and I believe I will talk to you very shortly. Have a beautiful day.